0: when you go to the website Hollywood Takeover Well we' come Sean to your city. Wanna play
1: our guitars and sing you country sound? We'll all be flying higher than a jail on And if you want a little bang in your yin yang, come along.
2: If I were Biden, I would I would stay hidden, and I'll tell you why. Um, he doesn't inspire confidence.
3: Beer brewed here, <laughs> it is used to make the brew beer, this fine. oh, Rider, thanks for the Great Lakes. I wonder what it's Who in their mind would want to run uh, when you have someone of such esteem as our incumbent president okay. of the United States?
4: The clock is ticking. T-minus 277 days left till the presidential election. Yeah, we're coming to your city.
1: Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song.
4: From coast to coast. From border to border. From sea to shining sea. Sean Kennedy is on. Coming up next, our final news roundup and information overload hour.
0: All right, news roundup and information overload hour. Toll free, let me give you our number. It's 800-941-SEAN. If you want to be a part of the program in a minute, I'll introduce you to the Competitive Enterprise Institute's Dr. Joel Zimberg. He has a new piece, by the way, on the NRO, and it is a very thorough factually detailed takedown of Anthony Fauci and his management of the COVID pandemic. It's a great compliment to uh, Senator Rand Paul's book, Deception. All of this, by the way, is the WHO director is warning the world to prepare for a disease X. What the hell is a disease X? Now here's the WHO director general talking about disease X as a placeholder for unknown diseases Covid was the first disease X. This was at the World Economic Forum. Not that we should be participating. This is the one in Davos. Uh, and then he calls for other countries to sign a worldwide pandemic treaty to prepare for disease X. And then we keep reading about this hundred percent lethal variant made in a lab in China uh, of COVID. I'm like, have we not learned our lesson from the first time? Now we want a more lethal form of this. Anyway, listen to this. It's, it's very revealing.
5: So we need to have a placeholder for that, for the disease we don't know that may come. And that was when we gave the name Disease X. Um, so Disease X is a placeholder for uh, unknown um, disease. Um, I just wanted to start by clarifying that because there is already a, lo- a lot of attention. If I may, although... COVID came immediately, we were preparing for COVID-like disease. You you may even call COVID as the first disease X. And it may happen again. And then the other key in order to have better prepared and to address the disease X is the pandemic agreement. Mm. The pandemic agreement can bring all the experience, all the challenges that we have faced, and all the solutions into one. And that agreement can help us to prepare for the future in, in a better way. Because this is about a common enemy. And without a shared response, starting from the preparedness, it, you know, we will face the same problem as, as, as COVID. And deadline for the pandemic agreement is May 2024. And member states are negotiating. This is between countries. Uh, and I hope they will deliver uh, this pandemic agreement by that time. By...
0: Now, according to this study, and again, we'll be joined by Dr. Joel Zimberg in a minute. Uh, just 22% of all adults, 41% of those 65 and older, the most vulnerable group, have even received the updated booster shots for COVID-19. 21% of adults, 43% of people 65 and older. But both updates show, you know, people have lost complete confidence. Frankly, I've lost it a long, long time ago in what the government is actually saying to us and telling us about COVID and what they were telling us at the time and how wrong they've been and what they really knew. You know, if you get the shot, you're not going to be able to, you're not going to get COVID. Well, that didn't work out. And you're not going to be able to infect others. That didn't work out. And then, well, masks, it turns out, didn't really do, did next to nothing. Wearing them outside did next to nothing. You know, closing down schools was detrimental more than helpful. You know, that's why Governor DeSantis deserves a lot of props for opening up schools in August of 2020. And he got brutally criticized for doing it. Anyway, uh, joining us now from the Competitive Enterprise Institute, Dr. Joel Zimberg. And uh, anyway, it's a little chilling. Do you you have any clue what disease X might be? Have you heard about this 100 percent variant of covid that is uh, uh, 100 percent lethal? Have you heard about that?
2: Well, thanks for having me, Sean. The this is just something that's being shared on social media and. Uh, you know, on various posts, it's not clear yet what they're talking about. Uh, the claim is made that this is just something uh, created a, to attack human, what are called humanized mice, uh, and that they all died. But that don't worry, this has nothing to do uh, with with SARS-CoV-2, which is what causes COVID, and it, it has nothing to do with humans. Well,
0: well, they say that, but didn't they also say it was a variant of COVID?
2: Well, they say it's, it's a, they're saying it's a type of what's called coronavirus, which is that class of virus. And you know, the scary thing—whether it's the exact same thing or something different—the scary thing is, is they're still experimenting uh, with exactly new viruses. This is this whole gain of function type of research, which appears to be responsible for the COVID pandemic it's you know all okay. to point towards there was manipulation of the virus and that it leaked from the lab in Wuhan and that that's what caused the pandemic and, and then this th- the Fauci and company have been trying to deny right from the start to cover their you know what's their posterior well,
0: well we now have the evidence and I i urged people to get Ra- Senator Rand Paul's book Deception because they were in a state of panic as of January of 2020. It was first discovered in December of 2019. And they were in a full-fledged panic knowing that the Health Alliance had gotten NIH funds. And with that funding, you know, some of that money went to the Wuhan lab where everybody knew gain-of-function research was taking place and coronavirus research were taking place. Now, I just played for you the director general of the WHO, which I don't think we should ever listen to again. I think they were nothing but the propaganda spokespeople for China during the epidemic. But anyway, what is this disease X placeholder, you know, for unknown diseases and that COVID was the first disease X? And and what about the push and the call for other countries to sign this worldwide pandemic treaty to prepare for disease X? Uh, these people lied to us and covered for China. Uh, I don't know why anybody would ever put any faith, hope, or trust in the WHO again.
2: Look, you know, the only true thing they're pointing out is that we live in the real world, and in the real world, viruses, uh, they mutate, they change. Over time, things happen. I mean, you you can have a a pandemic form of influenza, of the flu. Uh, I wrote about that with my colleagues at the uh, Council on Economic Advisors back in the fall of 2019. And we warned about that possibility and, and you know, suggested that we had to be prepared to face that sort of eventuality. And, and that's why we had the public-private partnerships that were so successful during the Trump administration in coming up with a new vaccine in record time, in time, you know, in 10 months rather than 10 years. So it, it's just a placeholder. And it's, and frankly, at this point, it's, a, I guess, a mechanism of scaring people into... Uh, you know, bowing down to World Health Organization authority, but it's not something new that no one knows about. Everyone has, has been planning, all the countries have been planning for potential pandemics. But what's interesting, if you look back at the COVID experience, is that none of these pandemic plans before COVID called for things like masks or for the kind of lockdown measures that we were all subjected to during the pandemic by people like Anthony Fauci and and the public health establishment. I mean, you know, they kept saying, uh, follow the science, but, you know, their version of the science was far removed from the usual scientific method of unbiased observation and experimentation to ascertain the truth. You know, what I detailed in that National Review article was that their science was evidence-free, it was dismissive of other points of view, and it was politically in and personally motivated and they completely destroyed the public's trust which is why you have so few people willing to take the covid vaccines and you know the end result as as people at the fda and other places have said is you're going to have thousands of preventable deaths because of this manipulation of science
0: It really is an uh, amazing thing that you're pointing out here all right quick break more with dr joel zimberg on the other side All right, we're looking back how badly your government uh, performed as a result with the the whole COVID-19 pandemic.
6: Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
6: Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy winning podcaster and totally unbiased Cargarian royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: But Dr. Joel Zimberger is with us. Now you've gotten to the point where Americans, they're rejecting all the boosters and the numbers bear that out. and Your article points that out. And what I find fascinating about this is I think most people have realized I remember Rand Paul was slammed by people for talking about natural immunity. And he got covid very early on, was public about him getting covid early on and he survived it. And then he started talking about natural immunity. He is a medical doctor. Why was that so universally rejected by the people lecturing us to follow the science all the time?
2: You know, it it remains unclear because that is the normal course of these viral diseases that people get immunity after they recover from an infection and that that immunity is generally better than vaccine immunity. So it's weird that they were pushing this and the only explanation anyone can come up with is that they were so tied into these lockdown measures initially and then into the idea that everyone needed to be vaccinated whether they had natural immunity or not that they were willing to suppress this idea of natural immunity and and the upshot is we had all sorts of frontline workers first responders folks in the military who lost their jobs because they were unwilling to be vaccinated after they could demonstrate that they had natural immunity uh, and and in many cases those folks haven't regained their jobs and we have real staffing shortages in hospitals and other places so it, it was completely counterproductive and it's you know really of a piece with the kind of uh, evidence-free science that the public health establishment was willing to subject us to
0: i i mean it really is when you think of fauci saying there was no science uh what what they were calling for, or mandating social distancing, you know, or Fauci in August of 2021. This is a year after, by the way, Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, uh, opened up schools in the in the state of Florida. This is one year later, and he's advocating for vaccine mandates for school children under 12. After by that point, we knew it was it was clear. And your your study points this out, your article points this out, that younger people had zero to no risk of any severe COVID-19 disease or m- mortality. And I could anecdotally tell you any young person I know that got COVID, they were all 100 percent fine.
2: Yeah, look, I and Sean, it's almost worse than that, because Fauci has published some scientific articles where he has said that we had, really right from the get-go, reason to believe that the vaccine uh, to, for COVID would not be terribly effective at interfering with transmission of disease. It wouldn't protect you from getting COVID. Uh, and whatever protection you had would be very short-lived. said we knew this all along, and he also had access to the data showing that with each new variant of COVID, That whatever protection that initial vaccine had was getting less and less. Yet he persisted in these crazy uh, mandates. He knew that it was unnecessary for school kids, yet he was uh, pushing them. And it wasn't just him. You had the CDC pushing for these uh, vaccine mandates for kids. Uh, You know, and they weren't being advised by scientists. They were being advised by the teachers' union. I mean, the problem with all, you know, with what transpired is that no one trusts the advice anymore so people are uh, bypassing treatments that might actually be helpful and that's particularly important if you're in one of the vulnerable groups if you're in the uh, 65 and older group if you have multiple medical problems you should be taking advantage of all these discoveries the, the vaccines and the therapeutics but people are loath to do it because they, unfortunately, the their trust has been undermined by what transpired during the pandemic. That's why, you know, those statistics uh, that you cited at the outset here, talking about how few people have uh, taken the vaccine, even in those vulnerable groups, are, are so concerning. Uh, but you know, the, the Fauci and the the public health establishment wanted to run the show, and and they, you know, they ignored every other kind of consideration. They didn't care if they tanked the economy. They didn't care if people got thrown out of work. They didn't care if the lockdowns actually ended up increasing excess mortality from other types of medical problems. They didn't care if they shut down schools and destroyed kids' education and, and resulted in years of learning loss in math and reading. And those are effects that are suffered most by our most vulnerable vulnerable populations. They didn't care about that. They they've actually said so. They, you know, both uh, Dr. Fauci and Dr. Francis Collins, the former NIH director said, we had a public health mindset, you know, we didn't care about the other issues. Not only did they not care about it, but when never, anyone else tried to bring it up, whether it was at the COVID task force or later on with the uh Great Barrington Declaration, they actually took steps to suppress those point of views. Uh, they wanted to run the show. they insisted that these were the only things that mattered their point of view and and we're suffering. Well, I,
0: I applaud what you're doing. I think people need to you know we, we it's had a sight out of mind but if we don't learn the lessons the, from, the, from the mistakes that we made here, uh, what are we going to do next time but make them all over again. Uh, anyway, Doctor Joel Zimberg, thank you, sir. Appreciate it, and I hope people will go to NRO and read your column. We'll also put it up on Hannity.com. Uh, thanks so much for being here. Twenty-five to the top of the hour. Thank you for being with us. And eight hundred nine four one. Sean is our number. If you want to be a part of the program, I want to remind you. Look, it's sad when two thirds of the country are living paycheck to paycheck, but it's real. Many people are putting their bare necessities on credit cards, and those interest rates are astronomical. Uh, That's where my friends at American Financing come in. Uh, They're going to give you a free no-obligation analysis, and maybe they're going to be able to save you money and help you get rid of that high-interest credit card debt. Right now, they're saving their customers an average of $854 a month, and the way they're doing it is they now have interest rates dropping into the fives, which is the lowest they've been in a long time and they're allowing people to tap into their home equity, and that helps wipe out 20 30% interest rates on your credit cards, $854 a month. That's what they're saving on average. That's like a $10,000 raise. Again, it's a no-obligation call. Uh, contact them. Credit card interest rates are insane. You don't want to pay them anymore. See if they can help you out. Uh, anyway, no obligation. Call right now. 866-615-9200. 866-615-9200. On the web, it is AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS
7: 182334. NMLSConsumerAccess.org. APR for rates in the five start at 6.406% for well-qualified borrowers. Call 866-615-9200 for details about credit costs and terms.
0: Linda, do you get paid extra to do that little disclaimer at the end? <laughs>
7: you know what it is my honor to do it for free and allow people to know just how high the rates are because of joe biden but that they can save money with american financing
0: actually can i mean uh, have you seen there was even one credit card i read somewhere maybe the wall street journal
7: 30 percent interest rate i'm like oh my well here's gosh. the crazy thing right and all kidding aside when we first started working with american financing one of the things that the ceo said that i thought was really cool is he's like listen we have no idea. We might be able to save you money, but you got to contact us we got to go through it. If you can save an extra 700 bucks a month, why wouldn't you? And I was like, yeah, why wouldn't you? Cuz nobody else is uh, offering to do that.
0: Well, that could be the difference between being in the in the black or the red for any family on any given month. Right, your
7: groceries, your car payment, your mortgage, yada yada.
0: You got to love Gavin Newsom recalling in this leaked footage a store worker blaming him and his policies and he did it right to his face as they were both witnessing what was a brazen theft unfolding in California. The video shared on X by a reporter meeting with Newsom and other elected California officials. The governor said the exchange came while he was checking out of the store and observed a man just walking out of the store without paying. Why aren't you stopping him? I mean, is this how out of touch Gavin Newsom is? This shock. This is shocking.
7: Yeah, well, we I knew mean, that from his French Laundry moment, you know, where well, they were at the too. vineyards and all that other crap. I mean, he, just, he has no clue.
0: Noose, and by the way, his kids got in-person learning because they went to a private school, unlike every other kid that was in public school in a state. Uh, and yeah, he went to the French Laundry. He did admit to me that was a dumb mistake, but you know, he didn't. He did it. The governor lowered the threshold, and there's no accountability. And uh, how how is he that out of touch? I'll give you one latest example. Because all these towns and cities, they're all losing businesses that have been there, you know, for decades and decades. For example, Denny's. I don't know if you know what Denny's is. Do You know what Denny's? Denny's is. You got to know what Denny's is. I know you?
7: what Denny's is. Sure.
0: Okay. All right. You know, it's it's kind of like IHOP, rootin' and tootin', you know, whatever, fruit and f- fresh and fruity something. Um, I personally Rudy, tooty, like Waffle fresh House, and fruity. That's it. Rudy tooty, fresh and fruity. I I like scattered, extra smothered and two over medium, please, at Waffle House. That's my meal. I love it. But anyway, Shutters has been in Oakland 54 years. Why are they shutting down? High crime. So anyway, why aren't you stopping him? This is Gavin Newsom telling the employee, well, why aren't you stopping him? I'm like, why don't you know as the governor what the hell's been going on all over your state? How could you be that out of touch? Here's Newsom saying that he complained to Target the the target worker's manager because the target worker blamed him for the shoplifting. This is amazing in a Zoom call.
3: Says, "Sir, uh, you dropped this," and he comes back, picks it up, and keeps walking out. As we're checking out, the woman says, "Oh, he's just walking out. He didn't pay for that." I said, "Why are you stopping?" She goes, "Oh, the governor. Sort of got true story. And my mom's great. The governor lowered the threshold." there's no there's no there's no accountability there's no, i said that's just not true and she, I, she got i said we have the 10th toughest 950 dollars, the 10th toughest in america she didn't even know what i was talking about by the way it's the 10th toughest in america look it up no one gives a damn about right back. and i said it's just not true there's still a stop He we said well we don't stop them because of the government and then she goes she looks at me twice and then she freaks out She calls everyone over, wants to take photos. I'm like, no, I'm not taking a photo. We're having a conversation. Where's your manager? How are you blaming the governor? And it was, you know, $380 later. And I was like, why am I spending $380? Everyone can walk the hell right out. Not fair. Not fair. Yeah. It's my target.
0: I, I mean, you really can't make that up. I mean, I'm shocked he's that out of touch. You know, we, we make fun of the fact that every time, and I'm a little amazed by the fact that every time I go to a store, that people are like, well, why are you here? I, I'm like, I like to go grocery shopping, although I have discovered Instacart, and Instacart is pretty cool, but I there's certain items I like to pick out. But inevitably, whenever I go to any, any place to purchase anything, a Target, a Walmart, or, uh, you know, down in Florida, Publix, whatever, and people are always like, well, what are you doing here? Don't you think that's an odd question, Linda? What What am I doing there? I'm buying food because I like
7: to eat. That's well, why I'm there. Well, I think the thing, I mean, I don't think that people realize, well, two things. I don't think that people realize how much you like to eat, how much you like to cook, um, that you're I'm really obsessed into with cooking my own food. But I think yeah. they would be surprised, to you know, you had your own garden, you grew your own vegetables, you know, maybe you were supposed to be a chef in your other life. But I Well, also in think,
0: fairness to the gardening part, I'm going to be very honest about it. That was Somebody Teddy, else right? takes <laughs> yeah i don't My have sister. time to do a garden yeah and and what but, really I mean, pisses she said me you off were good, good
7: like when you started like that you could actually you were pretty good no
0: i we years ago in the 80s we had this big plot of land that was available and we we built a huge garden and i i began to realize how hard farming is and you know and but i we were very successful like the last three years all i really want uh, the cucumbers are great. The bell peppers are great. The tomatoes are great. Love all of it. Uh, we got watermelon this year. That was pretty cool. Uh, what else did we plant? You know, we, we plant a bunch of herbs. I happen to like pesto, so I like basil, fresh basil. And anyway, so the one thing that I really want is I love corn. I love fresh corn. And I love sweet corn. And there's not been a year in three years that we've been successful in getting out the, you know, corn out of the ground. And, you know that you know, corn
7: w- doesn't do anything for you, right? Okay. Uh, like yeah, literally has like no my... nutritional benefit. I'm just saying.
0: Zero. It just goes in and it goes right out. It go no, goes that's in and out. You can put salt
2: on, basically.
7: Yeah, but
0: I, I drench it in butter and salt and it tastes amazing and that's why I like it. I, yeah, it's one of my cheat, cheat items, definitely. Um, no, it's not the healthiest thing. But when we were doing this thing, when we first started gardening together and we successfully raised the corn, you know, I'd stop at a local stand, and a farmer's stand, and I could buy, like, 12 ears of corn for $2. bucks. i am like, why am I busting my ass when I can buy it here, and it's just as good as the one I, I grew myself? And you're supporting
7: a local farmer.
0: Yeah. And then I, I gave up on that work forever. But I do like to go grocery shopping. But this tells me, Gavin Newsom, when's the last time he have been on a Target?
7: What is I mean, he actually wh- wh- talking about, though? We're the 10th toughest. We're the 10th. Tenth- what is
0: he talking I about? I have no idea. I mean, mean, he he sounds like a psycho when he was debating DeSantis. And I put up that, you know, violent crime, rape, robbery, homicides, that the the number per hundred thousand was twice as large in California than than it was in Florida. He starts talking about Tampa. I said, I'm looking at the aggregate of your states here. This and by the way, those statistics I cited came directly from the FBI, just like everything else was fact based. Notice in that debate, one thing I didn't get. Uh, criticized for was the facts that I put up on the screen because we spent an enormous amount of time preparing to make sure that we get everything right. And I got everything right. And the statistics for California were atrocious and they weren't as bad in in Florida. Yeah, Uh, I mean,
7: I think it's unfortunate. They don't
0: don't like us on the Newsom side anymore. They're not friends with us anymore.
7: I got news for you. I was never friends with Newsom. I'm going to tell you right now. That was never, that's never a thing. Never was going to be a thing. Those two can just take it and shove it. They're not nice people. They're not honest with their state. They're not honest with the people of America. They're killing that beautiful state. And they're doing it on purpose.
0: Well, now they've introduced, this was news today, this was in Politico, uh, the first in the nation slavery reparations package. By the way, New York is now following suit, and they're looking into that as well. They're also proposing a wealth tax in California. And I went over this, uh, I guess, a week, two weeks ago, whenever it was, when it first came out. That they would literally tax a percentage of wealth uh, based on what mo- th- this is after taxed money. In other words, they want another bite at the apple while you're alive, and then if you leave the state, they still want to want you to pay a percentage of of your wealth. If you well, if you made your wealth in California, therefore you owe us more money. But that was not the law at the time that people lived in the state. I don't see how that's going to withstand any type of real legal challenge. Although this co- You know this country's court system is a complete and utter mess, Uh, but they don't even want you to leave the state. I mean, I'm telling people in New York, watch out because as goes California, so goes the country. It's all it's going to happen all these blue states, and it's a a, just a disaster. Your state is not as bad.
7: I I don't think that. Listen, I don't think that any state should be giving reparations. um, You know, as far as as far as reparations go. it's a very complicated issue with a lot of people making a claim on something that many of them have no claim to. And a lot of other people who are paying a debt that they have no guilt hand in. And no it just culpability creates in. No, no culpability. I, I call it the guilty hand. You know, it's like, you know, there's a, there's a lot going on in this country right now that we're not allowed to talk about. And we're not allowed to say what it really is because it makes people very uncomfortable. And what's happening is, is people are getting hurt. There's a lot of people getting hurt because everybody's afraid to be unwoke for even five minutes for the truth. The border is a perfect example of that. You know, these people oh. are running to the border and they're saying, not my nation. The government doesn't I, want to protect us. No problem. We'll do it.
0: I really, really, really fear how this is going to end. You know, when I say, I pray to God that I'm wrong, that terror cells are in this country because of t- 10 million unvetted Joe Biden, illegal immigrants. When I say that, I don't say that with any joy in my heart. We lived through 9-11. We just watched. We were reminded of what happened on 9-11 on October 7th, what happened to Israel. We know what people, evil people are capable of. You Nobody's going to convince me that our top geopolitical foes are not sending tens of thousands of people here and that all of them only want a better life for themselves and their families. You're never going to convince me that's the case. And yeah, but frankly, it's not.
7: They're military age men by themselves, flipping the bird, taking pictures. You know, you're on the subway. I mean, I'm on the subway three days a week, and you know, during the week when we're in the office, and people are on the subway just doing whatever they want. There's five and six. By the way, Linda does candy. this. What? On, by choice. I have given Linda full permission to work. Good for me to see it with my own eyes. It's not. It's not a news story. It's. It's reality. It's, you know, I could sit on on the bench on, on the E-Train and just take a video. You know, you got one guy taking a dump in one seat. You got another guy shooting up in another seat. And you got five and six-year-olds stealing box, you know, uh, selling boxes of candy to, to see, strangers. They're five and six.
0: As somebody that technically could be described as your boss, um, I don't want you in that environment. And I have strongly urged you never to go back in that environment because what you're describing is chilling. And now there are other people around the country in red America that are listening to you and they're saying that that can't possibly be true. And I'm like, Oh, it's more than true. That is happening every day. You know, look at the cops in Times Square in New York. And for the record, you know, I worked a number of years, uh, around the block from Times Square. Exact. I know the exact location where that happened. I could walk, from Fox to that location in under a minute. That's how close it was to where I used to work when I lived in New York, and it's not far from where our New York radio studios were and are. You still, you know, you still go in and work in the office. I don't. Um, and but I've given you know permission to uh, for everybody basically to work from but, home. I. But
7: to your point, like they're beating these cops up in the broad daylight on the street biden hokul can't figure out i'm like you're here illegally you've committed a federal crime you've entered the country illegally and now you're beating up police officers i think the point that everybody needs to take from that is they're not scared of our police they are not scared of our people and, they will kick your worse. ass just like they kick theirs and you have no protection you got nothing
0: no they were they didn't get they were released immediately they were let out of jail Bail immediately. Free. thank you kamala
5: where's that's, Eric Adams no,
0: no thank you uh, let's see Kathy Hokel. thank you look New York City Mayor Eric Adams did try I mean they've now put Hank more handcuffs on New York City police by forcing them every encounter they have they have a, a whole pile of paperwork to do that's less time out on the street hey I, it's insane it is the definition of insanity all right, that's going to wrap things up for today. A really good Hannity tonight. The latest down at the border. By the way, Governor Ron DeSantis is uh, going to be in. He is sending Florida National Guard troops to support Governor Abbott. Uh, we'll check in with Newt Gingrich on Election 2024. We'll have the latest on the disaster that is Joe Biden's open borders with Bill Malusian. Uh We'll check in with Senator Tim Scott. The latest on the economy. Also, candidate Mozzie Hillup is going to be with us, and uh, she's running a very tight race to fill George Santos's seat. By the way, voting starts early voting this weekend. That election's February 13th. Anyway, important seat for Republicans. Uh, 9 Eastern tonight, Set you DVR, Hannity, Fox News. We'll see you then. Back here tomorrow. Thank you for making this show possible.